Welcome back to Take Your Kids to the Office. I'm your host without a name, here with Peyton. Hello, hello. Uh, you watched, and I watched parts of In and Out, uh, the Classy Christmas. Yep. Part one. Yep. This is part one. Yes, it is. Um, what'd you think? I thought this was a pretty good episode. You'd definitely seen this before, though, right? Yes. Um, be, because, as we've noted before, uh, I watch all of the Christmas episodes every Christmas. Yes. In... in Yep. Ascending order of awesomeness. Yep. And, and this is often pretty early, or late in the list because I consider it pretty high up. Yeah. Well, this is in the middle. Oh, there's a lot of things in the middle. Well, there, there's only like seven Christmas episodes. Mm-hmm. So, like. Is this counted as two? Or is this like. Uh, I, I count it as one in terms of viewing. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, well, why don't you recap it? Okay. And and before you recap it, um, I, I think I'm going to note, um, I've got major beef with Pam in this episode. Uh, and and <laughs> okay. we, we can discuss it. Okay. So in this episode... Ma- major beef. Major beef. Okay. So in this episode, um, we find out that Toby's going on a case, and Holly is going to be the HR... Um, for the time being, and um, it's hinted that he is definitely going on the case of the Scranton Strangler. Yeah. Um, which kind of, unless, oh my gosh, okay, we'll talk about it later. Um, and there's Christmas gifts to Saber that Kelly picked out, and um, yes, and then we have a classy Christmas because Michael wants it to be fancier, and then... Um, Daryl spends the Christmas with his daughter, is supposed to, and then they have a problem. And then, um, I think, yeah, Daryl's daughter comes. And then I'm pretty sure it's this episode that they set up, um, a thing for her. No, just kidding. Forget that I said that. Yeah, I think that's part two. Yep. That's oh. part two. Just kidding. So, so where does this one actually end? Um, Jim breaks the window. Oh yeah, and then there's a Christmas fight. It's a fight. Um, it's not fun. It's, and a, it's a snowball a fight. fight, Andy. <laughs> yeah, that's some fun games. It's a fight, and um, it's gotten to the point where Dwight is just like abusing Jim, and then he gets angry, and then throws a snowball, but it hits the window, and then the window breaks. And then that's where this one ends up. Uh, okay, so it ends at the broken window. Yes. Okay. Uh, who's your favorite character? Oh my gosh. In this... Uh, uh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This one's a hard one. Um, I think in this one, um, I think Angela has some good moments. Like, she's trying to, like, brag about dating a state senator. And then, like, she, um, I think Oscar has some good moments. She's, like, he's teasing her about it and is, like, state senator. It's the state senator, not the senator, the state senator. And, um, yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's Oscar messing with her. Because, yeah. um, like, being a state senator is not as impressive as being, like, a senator. Yeah. Like, to, to the United States Senate. Uh-huh. Um, 
Um, in fact, being a state senator pro- probably means he, he still has to have another job. Like, if you were, like, uh, your, your, your state's senator to the U.S. Senate, uh, like, that is your job. Yeah, but, like, it's just a state senator. Yeah, just a state senator. Just a state senator. Call, call me when you do something impressive with your life. Haha. <laughs> All you state senators who are listeners of our podcast. Which is so many people. So so many state senators. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm, I'm pretty sure like half of Colorado's state senators listen. Yep. Just, Wait, just, how many senators does Colorado have? Well, uh, in terms state of... State senators. Uh, I, I don't know how many state senators there are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I don't know enough about local government. This is my embarrassing confession. Oh, I, no. I, I don't know enough. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, but anyways, you, you interrupted me. Yeah. Um, just know, all you state senators who I don't care to learn anything about, um, your job is a joke. Your job uh, you, is a joke. Tr- try to do something impressive with your life sometime. Now you could leave a message about how... The Colorado Senate is comprised of 35 senators. So if half of that, then that would be like... Seventeen and a half of you um, listen to this podcast, I'm sure. Seventeen and a half. Yeah. Some of you just listened to half of an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Anyways, uh, wait, so this, this start... Angela is your favorite. Um, she is pretty funny, because yeah, she's like, do you... She's like, do you have any idea how many photographers are at a ribbon cutting? <laughs> Two. <laughs> Angela over here. <laughs> um, also, I don't think like the, the like photographers know who she is, yeah. and like, but yeah, she she is uh, feeling pretty special. Mm-hmm. Um, but but uh, yeah, did, did we talk about who the state senator is? It's, it's the guy she met at the the hay uh, uh, thing. That, does he does he show up in this? He shows up in yeah, this. Yeah, he does. All right, so my favorite. Ooh, this is tough. Um, I gotta go, Dwight. Dwight's snowball, uh, and it's going to continue into part two. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'll stick with Dwight in part two, but um, Dwight in this one is amazing. Um, what when he yells at Andy, and he's like, "No, Andy, it's not fun. It's a snowball fight." Mm. And, and when he like mocks Jim. When Jim first, like, points out that it's snowing, he's like, oh, are you going to sit on Pop Pop's knee and tell him what you want for Christmas? It's like, it's just a dusting. <laughs> it's dusting. And then he, Jim it, comes in. It would break the rules uh, to to pick a tandem. So my runner-up, oh, yeah, I, I always do runner-up. Runner-up is Jim for when he goes outside and scoops up a little snow. Yeah. He's like, it's not a snowball because it's just a dusting. So, dust ball. Um... Okay, uh, I think I want to get into my Pam B first. Okay. Uh, so it, it's the beginning of this episode, right? Uh, so, so this is where we first uh, officially learn uh, that um, Pam is taking over the PPC. Like she mm-hmm. is, as part of her job, now in charge of it. And she's like, at its worst, it was this like uh, social whatever to social put people... Drama. To put people down and at its best at planned parties. <laughs> yeah, like that. Um, mm-hmm. so, so she's in charge of it now. 
uh, which I think actually goes back to Halloween uh, because she like did all the Halloween party stuff. Yeah. But we, we she now officially declares it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the beginning, we see her and Jim like looking at the tree, right? Yeah. And Jim is like, "Why does it smell real?" <laughs> and she like shows him the uh, like air freshener. Yeah. Uh, so here's my beef with Pam. She um, got a fake tree, but when Jim. Tree. And Dwight got a fake tree. She was like, is it fake? And she was like disgusted by it. Yeah. And uh, But here she is, fake tree, now that she's in charge. Um, uh, pick a lane, Pam. Yeah. Pick oh, a lane. This is mind-blowing. Wow. Um. All right, so uh, let's get into your notes. Okay. Um, I thought the cold open was good. Whenever, like, it was like, someone says, that's just so much work. And then, I think it was the PPC was so much work. I can't remember. <laughs> and then, yep. And, um, like, Michael walks in. And then Meredith looks so excited. He's like, is there any drinking yet? And Meredith's like, not yet. <laughs> She's so excited. But, but Michael is, like, almost bummed that there's no drama yet, right? Yeah. Uh, like, he wishes there was uh, more controversy. That he mm-hmm. thrives on the drama. He thrives on it. Mm-hmm. And, every, and then he has the talking head where, like, he's obviously disappointed. And he's like, yeah, everybody, every boss just wants a wonderful Christmas with no drama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And everybody looks so happy. I guess it's Christmas. So. Uh, it's Christmas. Uh, he's expecting Angela to have a problem because she's no longer ahead. Yeah. And uh, she would like to have a problem with what Pam has done. But she's happy. Yeah. Um, I just, it's, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. And then we find out that she's dating a state senator. State senator. We, we've, uh-huh. uh, we, we've beat the state senator horse to death. We need to move on. <laughs> Yep, and um, and then we talked about um, oh yeah, um, with like Jim throwing the snowball. Oh, so I um, guess... but uh, I will say um that there's a, a scene where uh, Kevin and Oscar are giving Angela a hard time, and she's oh, yeah. like, "I've been to the comp tr- a party thrown by the comptroller's uh, wife or something," yeah. and. Um, Kevin is like, that would be impressive if anybody knew what a comptroller is. And Oscar uh, uh, indicates that uh, it's a normal thing. Like, I don't know what a comptroller is. Yeah. Uh, uh, another embarrassing admission here. I, um, I've spent most of my adult life, and I've looked it up several times, and I can never remember what it is. Like, it, it is one of those things that always comes up like it's a big deal and whatever. Um, but here, here's what Wikipedia says. Which really, not Wikipedia, is very trustworthy. Uh, you can just call it Wikipedia. Jeez. <laughs> um, a comptroller is a management level position responsible for supervising the quality of accounting and financial reporting of an organization. Um, so the, uh, like for, the the comptroller then like I I guess for them for their city or or whatever is just the person who's like in charge of the finances for which oh. I I guess especially uh 
so so Kevin really should know what a comptroller is. Yeah, he's, he's an accountant. <laughs> Wouldn't he be a comptroller? Which, which I guess is what's supposed to make that joke even funnier. Oh. Um, but doesn't really land if you um, don't know uh, what a managed to reach adulthood and not know what a comptroller is. Um, so. Uh, all you office writers out there who I'm sure listen to this show, no, nobody who watches your show knows what a comptroller is. Yeah. Well. We're everybody that watches the show. Yeah. Yep. Um, and um, we learned that, that Jim could have killed Dwight because he could have... a little babble. <laughs> he could have killed me, Jim. <laughs> that is amusing. Yeah. And um, to... Um, we talk- the, uh, J- Jim is also funny there because he doesn't like let go of the handshake and yeah. Dwight has to like pry his hand out. <laughs> oh yeah. And um, Toby's taking a leave of absence to go, he says, jury for the case of the Scranton Strangler. But this could be a thing that he's a Scranton Strangler and he's just trying to cover up. And that's why he keeps well, on saying. Oh, so uh, like you, you don't like when you're called into jury duty. You you don't pick your cases. Like you're called into jury duty, and then uh, like they they call you into a room and you're either dismissed or you're assigned uh, a trial. You're actually so like it's really just luck of the draw that he got onto the um, uh, the Scranton Strangler jury. Um, but but there is a suspect. Uh, uh, that is on trial now, mm-hmm. and um, and yes, the the internet at large thinks Toby might be the strangler. He's definitely. Um, so it, it's just coincidental that he would be able to to be able to uh, have a say in the fate of a man uh, who is not potentially the Grant Strangler. Oh. Um, th- this actually plays out a little bit more. Not, not the idea that Toby is him, but like uh, Toby uh, playing a part in the jury for the Scranton Strangler. Mm-hmm. That this plays out more uh, as as the series goes on. Really? Yes. The series, like the whole show. The the show, like wow. uh, I think uh, we'll, we'll see maybe more uh, references to it in season eight. Um, de- uh, uh, it's either well, there, there's only eight and nine left, but. Um. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see it again, and in, in a future season. Mm. <clears throat> and um, we talked about Holly coming back, and Erin's amazed at like the idea of Holly. Like I forget. Uh, she's what? What she's uh, uh she's underwhelmed by Holly. Uh. So like Michael sold it. Like how do you? Because he says something. It's like that's a good question, Erin. How do you uh, like, describe somebody who is? Like, the best person in the world, and, okay, we, we, we have to find the quote. It was like, how um, do you describe someone who is a, the best person in the world? How, how do you describe someone who is at the same time an old friend and was a lover and was a complicated part of my past and maybe just maybe a part of my future? And, and Aaron is, like, like impressed by oh. that. And then when she sees how, like, she's expecting, like, I, I don't know what she's expecting. Maybe, but like, like, someone to, like, float. 
through the door. I don't know, yeah. Maybe she's expecting, like, Beyonce to walk through the door. I don't know what she's expecting. But then when she sees Holly, she's, she's like, like, um, actually, I'm waiting for Michael's great friend. Well, she's like, I'm waiting for my boss's pretty friend, which is oh, kind yeah. of an insult, right? Because she, yeah. she's just like, uh, you're obviously not pretty. So you're not the friend I'm waiting for. And then, and then Michael comes out and is like, oh, he's like, oh, you're a Holly. And yeah. so she she just and she says it like she just doesn't get it like what like is she a good cook or something? <laughs> um, Creed is funny too. Uh, like when they're uh, describing who Holly is, yeah. and Creed is like she's one sassy black lady. Yeah, who is he talking about? No, but like that you never know who he's talking about. Like he I, he doesn't know who he's talking. Well, most about. of the time it's like someone in the office, isn't it? Uh, usually, yeah, yeah. but uh, I don't know. Who who don't knows? Know. Um, yep. And Michael pays for two parties since he wants a classy Christmas. Well, he party. pays for the second party. Oh right? yeah, he pays for the and he because he destroys the first party. He throws mm-hmm. away the like. It could have just been like here, eat these cookies, whatever. We'll bring in more cookies, but no, he throws them away. Bye. Because cause they need better for Holly. Yep. And um, Pam makes a comic book called Jimmy Halpert. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael hires a bass player. and um, Because there's nothing classier than boring jazz music. Really? That's what he says, is it? Oh, I forget. Uh, but, but he, and he only hires a bass because it's cheaper to just hire the bass yeah. like for like the whole day than like a four-string jazz or- orchestra. For like a, a couple Five hours or something. Minutes. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And, um, are they, they go to get a real tree and. They, Pam and Andy. Man. And Daryl. Uh, and Daryl. Daryl gives in. Uh, he, he's upset about uh, his daughter and he, mm-hmm. he decides he could use some time out of the office. Yeah. And then they try to get Daryl to like get get his daughter back. For Christmas, mm-hmm. because they told tell him that letting their child buy their own gifts is not the best idea. <laughs> is that true? I don't know. Well, so so you're a child. Yes. Uh, would it be better if uh, we just let you pick your own stuff, or would you rather be surprised on I Christmas morning and be, be like, <gasps> or would you rather just like pretend to be surprised and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> I would rather be surprised. Be surprised. Okay. Yeah, be surprised. All right. Um, You're going to be surprised this year. Really? Yeah. Wow. And Would it be surprising if you got nothing? Yeah. Then you'll be <laughs> very surprised. And um, Toby comes back from the party. Toby comes back for oh, the oh, party. Oh, yeah, not, not from, from the party. For the party. For the party. He, he's on a break, uh, so he came to see the party. Yep. And everybody wants to talk to him yep. about this strangler. And he can't tell anything. And he doesn't want to say anything because he's not supposed to say anything yeah. while he's um, serving on the jury or he might be, be kicked out of the jury. Wow. And he especially can't tell it to Kelly because Kelly will tell everyone that she knows. Um, oh, speaking of going to get the tree, uh, Kevin is pretty funny. He's like, I would go with you, but I don't want to get... Uh, dirty in case there are girls at the party and Pam is like what girls like who are these girls you think are coming to the party it's like it's we <laughs> <us>. <laughs> um, 
So, so Kevin's also a runner-up. Yeah. Now, especially so, because I realize he should know what a comptroller is. Yeah. But, yeah. but we also know that when Kevin applied, he was applying for the warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Michael thought he had potential. Mm-hmm. Um, and we learned something kind of creepy. That invite has lots of different wigs for everyone in the office. Oh, is that in this part? Yes. Okay. It's, like, he turns around as Meredith, and then as Stanley, and then first as Pam to try to prank. Is part one also the part with the, like, mini catapult that Jim opens and smacks him in the face with another snowball? No, that's part Oh. I, I, I do want us to talk about, like, the, the snowball fight when uh, Jim meets Dwight outside. Oh, yeah. Um, and how does the door get chained? Right? Because Jim takes, like, all of four steps out from the door. Like, nobody sneaks behind him. Like, like how does the door get chained to shut? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It can't get chained. And especially, like, it's a giant metal chain. How uh-huh. does it get chained shut? Because, so, we don't see Jim come through the door, but yeah. presumably he came through that door. He probably didn't go through the back door and walk all the way around the building, right? Like, he probably came out the front door. Uh-huh. Uh, um, uh, and then somebody, like the sneakiest person on the planet with the quietest chain on the planet, uh, chains the door shut without oh Jim God. noticing. Yes. And this just... And Dwight's in the snow and so he can't do it. But yeah, so uh, you, I, I, so if there was a person who did it, like I, I think it's Nate. No, because oh, yeah. uh, Dwight has an assistant now, right? Because he yeah. he runs the building. He's got this guy who helps him with things around the building. Um, if somebody did it, it's Nate. But what if Nate got fired so he could afford? I guess isn't he like holding Nate captive? Uh, I don't think he's holding Nate. Oh, I thought, like, it, Nate was part of the people that, like, he drove by and, like, he Oh, came yeah, out. He, he was among the day workers, but now yeah. I think he just works for Dwight. Okay, so he is being paid. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you thought Nate was a captain? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Anyways, so... Uh, we, we are, like, supposed to believe, like, Nate is some sort of super ninja who can move and not be seen or heard while carrying a giant metal chain and, like, wrapping it around a metal door. It yep. makes no noise. Yep. I, I, I have a lot of problems with this episode. Yeah. It's very problematic. It is problematic. Hmm. Well, and that's the note. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a way to finish the episode. Um, yeah. Does this uh, dethrone anything in your top three? Do you need a reminder what your top three are? Yeah. Your top three currently are uh, Koi Pond, Stretcher Leaf, Costume Contest. Um, I think it might dethrone Costume Contest. Oh, Costume Contest. Okay. Yeah. Um, that, that's a good one to dethrone. I, I was surprised that made it into your list anyway. Yep. Um, so that is a wrap on part one. Um, we will, uh, wrap up this conversation on Classy Christmas, part two, tomorrow. Bye!